When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns VIP Lounge brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We greatly appreciate it. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's Eswo and Saul Bookman. Gentlemen, how are we feeling tonight? Hanging out in the VIP Lounge. Yeah, it was a nice yeah. relaxing game. Just, right? a, you know, just, you know, I was sitting there saying to, to, to my wife, I was like, we... We don't. We probably don't appreciate this as much as we should. And, and when I say that, I mean like I just remember watching like the great teams of the past and how easy they made it look. Tonight was one of those nights where this team just looked like it, it was just too easy for them out there. It, it was. Mm-hmm. It was refreshing. I, I, no stress at all. It was beautiful. The only. The only bad thing about it is being remote because we don't get to that funky saxophone part. I know. Uh, in the know. in the intro song, that's it. On a night yeah. like tonight, you need as much funky sax <laughs> as you can get. I mean, yep. that's a Saturday night rule. Funky that sax is. is where it's at. It was a great Saturday night, though, all around. The Phoenix Suns beat the Orlando Magic one thirty-two to one hundred five. Like there are just so many different areas that we can highlight here, and we'll get into them all throughout the show. Uh, One though that Espo mentioned right before we started that I feel like we should start off with is that the Suns set their season record with 40 assists tonight. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's put that into perspective. That was three more assists than the Orlando Magic had made baskets this evening. The Suns had 40 assists on 55 made field goals. The Orlando Magic had 37 made field goals overall. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of impressive, I would say. Uh, they're the epitome of a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, you know, Devin Booker, obviously he takes the most shots. Um, but outside of that, I mean, there's not a single guy on there that, that's that's really looking for his. They're all, they're just looking for the best play. And even Devin Booker does that too. I just, um, you know, he's, he's the main scorer because he's the best scorer. Um, so... It's it's just it's fantastic basketball. It just really is. If you if you're a coach out there, you put this tape on. You like look at the rotations on defense. Look at how the move, ball's moving on the offensive side. It's just I, I don't even know what else to say about this team. They're just <laughs> a, a nice fluid machine right now. Yeah, I, I have I have one problem with what you said. So hmm. I feel like Alfred Payton was trying to get his tonight because I think he knows Aaron Holiday 
is about to take that spot from him. And and he was uh, he was out there trying to make some shots that he usually doesn't make. Alfred Payton I mean, had his best game of the season tonight. Like, he was playing around in triple-double territory, okay? He had 10 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds, and a couple made threes. And shot 4 of 11. But Seven. still. <laughs> Espo. Come Sometimes on, Devin also no. doesn't shoot as... Uh, Efficiently, Yo, we would like he to made shot. four shots and he hit two threes. He never hits threes. Yeah, he hit two threes tonight. He did more in one game than Landry Shaman has done all season. It's because <laughs> he hears those footsteps. He hears Aaron Holiday coming up behind him, going, "I can hit that shot too, Ooh. and I can do it more efficiently." Ooh. What are you strong. drinking? You just, that face you just made was like <laughs> you're drinking jet engine fuel. Well, so, sometimes you put a little too much in there. Whatever Saul is having, we all need some of that too. So, Let's Esco, go. take us to the bar. Let's go to the bar. It's a keg of Craig tonight. The big number zero <laughs> out there taking care of business for the Phoenix Suns. Welcome back, Tori. Let's yeah. let's tag that keg and each enjoy a drink because. Damn, that guy's fun to watch. I like how you you have the guy that doesn't drink send us to the bar. <laughs> He's our designated driver. Espo is the show's designated driver. I don't driver. drink either. Do you do you want to be the one who takes us to the bar every night then? Let's go, baby. It's literally you are the only option then. Pure, pure <laughs> vodka tonight, all right? This is sad. This makes me sad that nobody else drinks on the show but me. It's well, depressing. Gerald does when he's here. I... I have drank on the show with you, Saul. There's video proof that I was sloshed one night. So Sloshed. <laughs> oh, yeah. In Denver. You're right. You That's both right. were. That's you right. both were. I was about ready to reach through this computer and smack you. Anyway, back to Tori Craig. <laughs> okay, Who'd mom. <laughs> Who would have thought Tori Craig would fit seamlessly in with this team? He really did look great out there tonight doing all the things. Uh, Espo's <laughs> wife in the chat. There we go. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. I'll have a, I will have, have a drink, a drink with, you with you too. You can. You can. It's not as much fun as it sounds. I'm just going to tell you that. But you, you're welcome to have a drink with Saul whenever you like. But you know what? I think. Uh, I think we anybody that watched the Suns last year, especially in the playoffs, knew exactly how well Tory Craig would fit in this team. <laughs> it's not like we had to imagine real hard. Let's be honest. I mean, still, you like, there's still a little bit of pressure coming back to your team and hoping that you can meet the same level that you had with them last year. You know, there's maybe a little bit of pressure, but man, it sure didn't look like it tonight. It looked like it, he didn't miss a single step. Uh, he was out there. He was the Tory Craig of last year, and it was great to see. And I think EJ made a good, good point, and I didn't even think about this um, I, I know that Tory took that brutal charge, um, even though they didn't call it a charge against Giannis and paid the price for it. Mm -hmm. um, and he wasn't the same in that series afterwards. And, and when EJ pointed that out, I was like, oh, damn, you know what? He's right. I didn't even think about that fact. So, you know, going into the playoffs this year, hopefully everybody, you know, will hopefully be healthy and Tory will be at peak Tory. Like we did for most of the, like we had for most of the playoffs. So um, I'm excited he's back. Look, Tory Tory Craig's like you, you know when you pack away clothes and every once in a while you you forget something. It's in the far back of the closet or it's in a box, and you find it years later and you put that jacket back on and it just fits nice and it feels right. That was Tory Craig. Right? I, I don't. I, 
do not know how that feels at all. Oh, well, I feel bad for you because it's great when you find it. No. You find an article of clothing that you loved and you just thought you had lost or how you just forgot about. It's the best feeling ever. No, like every time I do, every time I see that, like if I find an old, an old jacket or an old pair of pants or something like that, that shit is way too small for me now. <laughs> and I just busting through the seams trying to get it back on. I'm like, no, nah, I'm too fat for that. See, I, I have been flow enough that as long as I'm on, you know, whatever upswing or downswing that that jacket or pants were in it fits again so and then and then you reach in that pocket and you find that 20 dollars bill that was tori craig yeah that's exactly what Brittany said in the chat right now um <laughs> exactly. brian brian in the chat said not gonna lie i kind of forgot how good tori craig was he fits in perfectly here dark said so good to see tori craig back where he belongs and then kinner had said i think craig upgraded his offense since needing to step up for the pacers what do you guys think I mean, I don't know about upgraded his offense. I mean, I just think that he's more comfortable in our set than he was in the Pacers. And the Pacers probably expected a little bit more from Craig than the Suns do. Tory is just a, a, a contributing piece. He's like one of 10 on this team. Whereas in, in Indiana, he was a, a vital part of their bench and expected to sometimes contribute at a higher level than we expect him to contribute here. Um, so I think it's just easier when you're uh, a smaller piece of a huge picture than when you're a much bigger piece and, you know, maybe you just don't have that in you. So fun, fun Tory Craig fact. He came back tonight. We all thought, oh, was he going to get number 12 for Mish Wainwright? <laughs> he didn't. He walks out in number zero. And that makes the Suns the 21st team in NBA history to have a zero and a double zero on the roster and it gives them the chance to tie uh, or to to match the Warriors who earlier this year became the first team in NBA history to play a lineup that had zero, double zero, one, two, and three. So there's some uh, fun numerical facts for you. And first time ever the Phoenix Suns have had a zero and a double zero on the roster. Nice. Um, well, because of Tori's homecoming, he got a huge standing ovation when he entered into the game tonight. And here on this show, he is going to be named our draft king, king of the game, because we are so excited to have him back. And tonight's game was really fun to see him. He finished with 14 points, three rebounds, four of six. I'm sorry, 14 points, three rebounds, four assists, and went six of eight from the field. Trying to combine go. those two there. <laughs> Old choice by Tori to wear both the headband and the crown. But Emma was spectacular crown placement. Ah, I don't know about that Saul, crown placement. If you besmirch <laughs> the intern, I'm throwing I, you out. You know, I, I was about to put this on Leah until you said it was the intern. Listen, intern or not, we got to be fair. I'm not feeling this crown placement at all. Really? I told him I'd remove him. Oh. If he the I told him I'd do it. Don't besmirch the intern, Saul. I did it enough on accident last time. And I think I actually hurt her feelings. So, Emma, uh, I'll give you your flowers tonight, even if Saul won't. Uh, I have a question about the crown placement. It's always on the back of the head. Have we ever tried one, like, up here on the front corner? That's what I'm saying. It, it, was, such a, it was such a zoomed-in photo that that small little thing looked like it was like, you know, one of those Burger King hats that you got at the play place. 
What's wrong with the Burger King? Nothing. I'm just up there. Like, there's nothing. I have no problem with the crown placement. I'm just asking. It always seems like no matter who does it, it's always on the back of the head. I'm just wondering if like we've tried any it's other because places it's, and if it looks good or let, not. Let's be honest. It's because we've completely overblown the crown placement and we let these guys put it on the back of their head like it was a freaking ponytail. This is not how it goes. <laughs> a crown would never sit on your head like that. You have to adapt. Well, the, you have to be better in, than this. Um, the queen in uh, Alice in Wonderland, hers was on the back yeah. of her head, wasn't it? A the cartoon? One there? example. The yeah. cartoon? Yes. <laughs> It's a cartoon. <laughs> and these are photos with a cartoon crown on their head. With, with Look, real I, people. <laughs> I blame Shane and Leah and Sean uh, for being lazy and then teaching the interns to be lazy with Leah their crown Leah said Shane's done well. it on the forehead before and it looks weird. I'm going to have to see There's it again. the answer. Also, Leah said, Saul, I'd like to see Leah, you place a don't crown. don't listen. First of all, don't challenge. Get him, Leah. Get him, Leah. Don't, don't challenge Come the king. Him, I know. Leah. I know what the fuck I'm doing. If you guys want to see some crown placement, I will do the next crown. I promise you that. Fine, you're doing the next crown on Tuesday. No, no, no. We're going to do it in an undisclosed game so nobody can absolutely bag me without knowing how great that crown placement is. Oh, fine. Because you know how it's going to go. If everybody in the chat knows that I'm doing the crown, everybody in the chat is going to shit all over me, and that's not fair. I'm not doing that. I think it's fair. Manuel, you would see shit Manuel's on me, coming? even if she didn't know I did the crown. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm all in on this. Manuel says Espo needs a Tory Craig love song for V Day called "Ain't Too Proud to Craig, Sweet Darling." Please don't leave me, boy. Don't you go back no, to the Pacers. No, that's not what Manuel was saying. Ain't too proud to Craig. That's the TLC song, not that old bullshit you just sang. <laughs> I don't care. I TLC. Okay. You guys need to work on this together. You guys can make it a collaboration well, between the two can, of you. We can mix the two songs and really get funky. DJ Father knows how to do that. There you go. To, yeah, let's get back, get back on track. Yeah. <laughs> so we just named uh, Tory Craig our draft king of the game. So speaking of Tory Craig, we have to also speak about the other new face on our team, Aaron Holiday. He also had himself a night. Um, it was just really cool to see both of them come out here and be able to put up decent performances and get solid minutes. In nine minutes, Aaron had 10 points. So he was able to kind of take advantage of that. And I'm just so glad that this was that we played the magic tonight to give these guys an opportunity to see decent minutes and just get some time out there getting acclimated into their new team. Oh man, getting somebody at the guard position that actually knows how to shoot. It's kind of refreshing, not going to lie. You know, we've kind of been over two on Alfred Payton and Landry Shaman. Now we get Aaron Holiday off the bench who can actually hit a wide open three. Fucking let's celebrate. Let's go. We're, we're, <laughs> we're one game in and we're like, put him in the ring. He can shoot. <laughs> like, hey, to hell with these that others. That should bro. tell you how bad it has been between those two from, from outside the key. Let's, let's you can't tell me otherwise. It's true. Friend. We got the Hi, girls Gerald. with us. Hello. Sure, Gerald. That is spectacular. Welcome to the program. Thank you. You're welcome. How are you guys doing? Good. How are Solid. You? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Solid, Gerald. Playing. We're They're doing great, playing. Gerald. 
They're still playing loud music in the arena. I couldn't tell if you said something. Gerald, tell us uh, what you heard from Monty. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously the big topic was the Suns' ball movement and the return of Torrey Craig. Suns had 40 assists tonight, which was a season high, and they only had seven turnovers, which Monty said was an unreal ratio. Uh, we asked him about what's been clicking for the offense lately because they've had 30-plus assists in, in multiple games over this recent stretch. And he just boiled it down to kind of their we score mentality. Um, kind of a cop-out, but, like, it is, you know, noteworthy that this team has a bunch of guys who don't care who scores. They move the ball. They go paint to great. And they go from good shots to great shots. So that's part of the reason why they've been playing so well. I think Chris Paul having 15 of those 40 assists probably has something to do with it. Um, and then the other thing was Craig's return. Monty had said, you know, this is a guy that you could plug him in on any team in the league and he would figure out what to do. Um, and having that familiarity with a, a really good team like this Suns team helps a lot. You know, you saw some of his assists that he had. He had four assists. He also was scoring the ball well, finding those little slips on screens. I really do feel like the Suns getting Torrey Craig back is, is kind of unfair for the rest of the league because he's just <laughs> such a natural fit. Um, and other teams are in trouble if Aaron Holiday comes out and keeps shooting like that. Like, it's game over at that point. Yeah, we were talking about both Tori and Aaron. For for Aaron, on his side of things, what would you like about how he came and uh, showed up in tonight's game in his nine minutes? And also, in addition to that, the uh, limited minutes that Chris Paul saw tonight, how much do you think he might be a factor in keeping those minutes a little bit lower? Yeah, I mean, we I'd asked Monty about that when the news of the Aaron Holiday trade first broke. And he was like, yeah, tell me about it. I would love to keep his minutes down. He did say he and Chris Paul have been in constant communication about how high his minutes have been. And Chris Paul has basically been saying, look, coach, I'm good. Uh, he trusts Chris Paul to make that decision. But if Holiday comes out and plays like this, like you can limit Chris Paul's minutes during this regular season. And that'd be huge. It's only one game, but he shot really well. Um, he had a couple of jump passes where he found himself in midair with no one to pass to, a couple of turnovers and deflections off of that. But other than that, I thought he played really well. He's one of those guys that can harass people on defense. Um, so pretty good deadline moves from the looks of it so far. And also, I just want to point out, Alfred Payton had a decent game tonight. Yeah. And, you know, that's got to be a byproduct of knowing that his minutes might be limited and that his spot may be in jeopardy right now. So It's pretty funny, Gerald, that the last time we thought Alfred Payton had a good game, I shit all over it. And then today, we all thought Alfred Payton had a good day, and and Espo shit all over it. <laughs> Four of eleven, he's forcing everything. He was, oh, but there's a reason this, for that. This half over here, y'all a bunch of haters. Oh, that's true. <laughs> hey, Gerald, is it true? Uh, Brittany in the chat said Aiton tonight was leading the wave from the bench. Is that uh? Did that actually happen out there? <laughs> I didn't notice because when I see the wave erupt at an arena, nine times out of ten, I black out in anger. So I, I did not pay attention. I'm sorry to Gerald. let you know. I hate the wave. I ban the, the wave. Yes, but the in a only, game like this, it works. Okay. The only time I was okay with the wave was during a playoff game last year when it was an absolute blowout and it was the ultimate sign of disrespect. Like, yes, this is a playoff game. 
and we're doing the fucking wave on you like that that i can live with but I, against the magic I, i'm just not here for. i came here to watch these dudes play basketball not to see you all jump up and down sit the fuck down let me watch i the trust game. Brittany. she said there's a video of it and hey listen I if deandre is getting involved in it and he wants to encourage the crowd to do it then by all means we should all participate that means you too gerald funny Oh man! I mean, to me, that's funny. Like that's that's like the ultimate. Like I said in the pregame, uh, Orlando, the the Magic are the Florida of the NBA. They're just that bad. When when the starting center of your team is starting the wave, uh, well on the bench. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Gerald, is this the deepest team in the NBA? Absolutely. It's not even close. They don't even have campaign and Landry Shamit right now who, you know, we could talk about how Landry Shamit is bad, but like the guy for his career is still basically a 40% shooter. I have a feeling those numbers will come back at some point, especially now that his job is in jeopardy with the Aaron holiday trade. Cause we saw holiday playing off the ball. He wasn't on the ball much tonight. So Shamit knows that he, his minutes could be limited as well. I would expect his three point shooting to go up after this. There's competition now in multiple roster spots. And with a team like this that has fun, but is very competitive, that brings out the best in guys. This team is just really, really damn good. And they're going to be very scary, even when they chop it down to an eight or a nine man playoff rotation. Monty Williams clearly has everybody believing in his program. And his program is so good, in fact, that he's got basically every kid in the city of Phoenix playing basketball right behind you. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, there's a, wow. I didn't realize there were like a hundred people on the court. <laughs> Good thing you're uh, yelling the F word out there with all those kids behind you. Yeah. I, I immediately regret this decision. Man, it's fine, though. Fuck them kids. They'll be all right. <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> Gerald, why do you go? We'll let you go so you can go catch some of the players. We appreciate you stopping by. Don't insult any other children while you're out there. You guys have a good one. I mean, if you gave a kid a stiff arm right now, I wouldn't be mad at it. I promise you that. <laughs> I'm not going to get fired, Saul. So rack up the view. I, I'm the one that would fire you. You're good, baby. Let's go. <laughs> He's also oh, trying not to get banned from the arena or just like crush a child's soul. Like, he said, it. I don't want to get fired. <laughs> and the guy that's telling him to do it. Oh my gosh. You guys are ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> the HR department, they're all in support of it. Daryl can, yeah, can stiff arm a five year old if he wants, damn it. Let's go. All By right, the way, go ahead. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. <laughs> suck it, Warriors. Suck it, Bucks. Suck it, Orlando. Uh, somebody said even Stephen A. Smith was um, admitting recently that the Phoenix Suns are, at least currently, he had to add in the currently, the best team in the NBA. Yeah, it's because he yeah. completely shit the bed on progress. it in, in week one. In progress, week one, when the, when, when, the, when the Suns were one and three, Stephen A. Smith buried them, like right <laughs> off the bat. Like, dude, it's been four games. And then they proceeded to win what 21 22 in a row like bro like yeah. Stephen a smith is just a blowhard man he just he just talks a lot he doesn't really know shit and he's loud he's obnoxious and he makes a lot of waves it. and a lot of money for espn that's because it he says that's what he does things. so that's his, that's exactly that's his what thing. He, it's cool. that's his shtick and he's good at it he's mm -hmm. good at it he said he said the window the championship window was closed Apparently, we opened every door in the building, though, yeah. after that window. Seriously. Closed. Yeah. You know what was really cool that I saw um, from tonight's game? It was a stat that came out. 
is that the Suns have now had 30 or more points in eight straight quarters. And I think the neatest thing about it is something that Amanda brought up in the chat earlier, giving us 30 plus points in the fourth quarter from the third string guys, off the bench guys, third string guys. That's really nice. Now, granted, I understand it's the Orlando magic, but still that's impressive. It's a, it's a hell of a luxury. I mean, I'll Mm -hmm. say that when your third string guys can drop 30 on, on a team. And that's exactly what you want. You, you want them to be able to come in and not lose any of the momentum you have, not have that lead shrink, not have to bring those starters back in. So I love it. Ayo, that's, that's exactly what you want from, uh, from your bench. They, they just took care of business 23 minutes from Chris Paul tonight. That's it. And, and that's, that's what you want in these kind of games because the mileage is coming come April, May, and June. So you might as well keep it off the tires now. Well, you're also, you're, you can kind of start to see it a little bit on Devin. Um, you know, book looked a little sluggish in that second quarter and, and he came out hot in the third at the beginning of the third, refreshed from halftime and then started to tail off a little bit. And then they came out of the game and it didn't matter. So, um, I think I think more than anybody else on this team outside of CP3, Book needs some rest. I, he has been on a basically a 15 month grind uh, with maybe a month in between, and uh, I'm I'm a little bit worried about his his you know his stamina as we get closer to the end of the season, and I think um, he's going to need some rest as we get closer to the playoffs because you want him fresh and ready to go by the time we hit April. Let's not mm-hmm. gloss over what CP3 was able to do, though. 23 minutes, 10 points, 15 assists. I believe he had five rebounds as well with that. He was spectacular tonight. Yeah. I mean, so spectacular. A... What? So spectacular. Oh, are we doing... uh... Uh, no, let's tease it. I don't... We got to get to 120, 130 before... on watching this before we drop this thing. The, the people don't deserve it yet. They don't deserve it yet, Sal. Okay. Do you agree or do you disagree? You're the boss. I mean, the, you can make the call. I mean, the people that need to hear that are not here, so we're going to punish everybody else. I mean, if that's your call, that's fine. Uh, no, nah, so you know what? Go ahead. You're the boss. Go for it. <laughs> Why, how do you just punt onto me? Like, like I thought this was just the plan. Like, we're going to drop this. And then, listen, the point God is here, and we are here to drop this new freaking shirt it's badass. Go ahead, Leah. Drop the shirt. Bum, 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 the bum. God. Let's go. Link is I in the that. chat. This is <laughs> sick. I love that so much. It's such a fun shirt. It's dope. It's it's dope as hell. You know, I, I listen. And, and before we hear anything about Point God, G-O-D, which was obviously something we wanted to do, fucking Baron Davis owns the copyright to Point God. It's the most, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, to be honest with you. So here we go. This is the way we're going to spell it. This is the way we're going to roll with it. And this is the way it's going to be. And it's a beautiful ass shirt. I love it. I love that. You also need to go read the the shirt description on, uh, on the website because, uh, that was fun too. It's, it's a little extra special for you as well. A little extra special. Ooh. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. The shirt description is fun. So. 
<laughs> Vince wants to know where's the God shit damn it shirt. No. <laughs> That's gonna be Saul's face on that Jen's one in stained glass, and it's just gonna say God damn it under it. So go to the locker. We've put the link inside the the YouTube chat. Please uh, go there and get yours now. Uh, it's gonna be hot, man. It's it's already pretty hot. So yeah, and if you haven't become a member while you're over there, uh, consider becoming a member because you also get discounts on shirts and i believe you get a shirt um you can get a shirt when you sign up depending on which package you choose you can get this so, shirt for free if you yeah. sign up for an annual membership you can get this shirt for free because you'll get a code and you can buy the shirt for free there it is there you go so you can win win all the way around uh thank you edmund for the super chat they said the suns were one javel dunk away from having 10 players in double digits this game was just really fun like it, it really was just an all around good game. Saul, like you mentioned off the top, it was calm. Like it was enjoyable, but it was like calm. And I feel like I needed a game like that just to kind of like, you know, reset my palate or something. Because a lot of the games, like we we know about Crunch Time Suns, right? A lot of the games have come down to that. Whether they should have or not could be debatable, but because they have, Still gives you a little bit of anxiety. You get a little yeah, tense. For sure. I, I think, you know, listen, like we talked about it was calm, but it was fun. It was a mm -hmm. fun game to watch. It was. You know, it was super was just, fun. Yeah, just a lot of action, great shooting, some nice passing, good defense. Like it was a fun game. And and credit to the Magic. Listen, they're, they're a young, young team. They don't know shit. They're out there trying their hardest. They look like they were going to make a, a few runs here and there, but the Suns are so damn good. They're like, oh, okay. They cut it to, to 12. Cool. Let's pump it back up to 24. Like, uh, and that's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. And we, and we've been in that, we've been on that side before we've been on that side when we had a young, young team and none of them really knew what the hell they were doing. And you would go up against like maybe a, a, a warrior team or, or a Lakers a veteran Laker team. And you knew like, for the most part, you didn't really have a strong chance to win that game. And they were just kind of on cruise control. It's nice to not be in that seat anymore. And now we're the ones that are kind of putting it on cruise control. And our cruise control is better than their cruise control because we're just so damn good. The magic will get there eventually. Uh, Sean said we were the magic three years ago. Jose agreed. Like, kudos to the magic for showing up tonight, playing as well as they could. They'll get there eventually the same way that the Suns got there. That's yeah, all I'm going to say I about mean, that. There is, there is talent on that magic roster, and you could see it. I mean... Uh, I just, they're not there and it, it'll probably take getting uh, a coach that, that can help like Monty did. It'll take getting some veteran presence like CP three to help guide those guys. I mean, that we mm -hmm. saw what that process is like here. Like you, you need, you need a culture to help uh, young guys win. I'm not sure the magic have that. Wait, listen, Jalen Suggs looks like, he might be that guy that that will try to put that franchise on his back here eventually. He's still young. I think he's 19, 20 years old. Uh, he get, he has a little bit of a dog in him. Uh, you know, he he had 19 at one point. I think in the in the in the second quarter or maybe the beginning of the third quarter. I'm, I'm what do you call him, Saul? Jalen Suggs, right? No, yeah, but what do you what do you say? He's got a little bit of what in him? A little dog in him. 
<laughs> you walked right into that one. Yeah, no, I knew I was walking into that. I didn't care. I was like, all right, oh, let him get okay. it. Just making let, sure. Let him get it out of the system. Um, you know, so you know, Devin. I'm sure Devin, just like Kobe did to Devin, Devin probably said a a few things to Jalen as as he was walking out of the arena because that's what veterans do. Like they pass mm-hmm. on, they pa- pass on encouragement. They stick with it. You know, it'll get better. And uh, yeah, I, I actually like his game a lot. So. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break because it's time to take your shot presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. So COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Saul, let us in on what you're so excited to share with us. What is our take your shot of the night? We have the point, God. But have you seen this kid in the high school level. Leah, let's go. Let's get that thing up there. Moses on your team. Oh my gosh. That was <laughs> this amazing. This guy. I that was so awesome how he parted the Red Sea. <laughs> it's just phenomenal. I'm like, kids are creative as hell, man. And so uh that that high school uh did that. So we have the point God, they have Moses, and he just parted their Red Sea. Very creative. I got a re- real big kick out of that. That kid took his shot. He said, Hey. I have an idea. Let's run with this. I don't know who they're playing. I don't even think their their mascot is religious based at all. But hey, it doesn't matter. This is what they wanted to do. And <laughs> they're just out there having a good time. And that's really what, what sports are all about. You should just be having a great time. Hold on a second. That wasn't the school's mascot. That was just some no. random kid that dressed no, not, like Moses. No, they're not the Moseses. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, no. what kid goes, I want to dress like Moses, go to the game, and do that, and I'm not the mask. Like, props no, they were, to that. They, that they guy should so be the kids. mask. Well, they were so all wearing kids. red. They were all wearing red. So, so, so I think, and they called themselves the Red Sea. So I assume that, you know, this kid was like, you know what would be funny is if I parted the Red Sea like I was Roses. That's good awesome. of us out. <laughs> they right, need to make time. him the mascot. <laughs> one more time, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Also, real quick, if you happen to be listening to this on audio and not watching us live, um, Saul, you're going to need to tweet out that video mm-hmm. so that anybody listening on audio can go watch it. So head on over to our Twitter account, phnx underscore sun so that you can see that that video because it was fantastic all right we've got another super chat from taboos tidbits they said my birthday is tomorrow take a shot for me lol shout out to this entire phnx family king saul your crown placement sir will be immaculate go sons i like this guy already this (laughs) this person is my favorite person already of all time thank you taboos tidbits happy birthday tomorrow happy birthday Um, Celebrate safely, but have a whole bunch of fun. Thank you for being here with us. We appreciate you. All right, guys. 
Did you Go see ahead. Connor say high schoolers just do that these days, Espo? I'm yeah. so out of touch. I, mean, I didn't Espo, know they did that when I was in high school too. You guys didn't just have goofy kids in your high school oh, who yeah. would we, do dumb things. We had a whole student section that I feel like maybe it was just your high school. They all wore a white t-shirt. Yeah, well, listen, Espo went to Seton Catholic, and Seton Catholic yeah. at the time so he Moses went to high school there was like was like <laughs> was like <laughs> Like, we were New Testament. What? We were an Old Testament. So <laughs> there was no Moses. We had we had our student section dressed in all blue, and a guy dressed as Jesus walked all the way up everybody. That's what happened at we, our school. We were the we were the Padres. <laughs> so so we had everybody dressed in white at half court. That's just how we rolled. So. You guys kill me on a nightly basis. I just need you to understand that there are so many times where I'm just like, I literally am not even. Oh, we're not at Fox Fox Sports Arizona anymore, are we, Lindsay? (laughs) Okay, Um, let's talk about Devin Booker. Hold on. King of the game was a totally different thing. It was a crown of thorn uh, that was placed not a not a regular crown so oh my God. I, I can keep going like this if you want no, no, let's, let's, let's go please i don't <laughs> okay. want to i don't want i don't want to get crucified by the chat let's talk oh, about Devin Booker yeah. a little bit um i did think it was really cool that Devin came out rocking the headband tonight i'm assuming in honor of tori craig's return uh you don't like that you don't like the headband book no he oh. came out like he, he was shooting like shit with the headband on. Yes, but he turned it around. So, yes, you quarter. are right. Devin came out. He was 0, for, 0 of 6 from the field to start this game. Quick. But he quietly really did turn these things around. After that first six shots, he went 10 of 18, and he finished with a game-high 26 points. So, sure, he didn't start well, but he was able to still finish decently and put up a game-high 26 points. Like, He's still doing things Devin Booker does. He just maybe started a little bit slower than normal. Fair. 10 for 24. Um, He could shoot better. I think he should be more efficient, especially against a team like this. Um, You know, I know we love to give Devin his flowers, but, you know, I think the standard's higher for him. I think it is. That's fair. He set the the bar much higher for himself. For sure. For sure. So 10, 10 for 24 is probably a little bit of a below average night for Devin Booker. And um, it's okay to say that because the fucking guy's one of the best shooters in the league. He's one of the best scorers in the league. So um, I, I think if if Devin's going to get 26 points, he shouldn't be taking 24 shots to get there. And, uh, no, you know, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be better most nights anyway, so I'm not even going to stress about it. But, I mean, 26 points in 29 minutes is, is still – Impressive and impressive that you get off twenty four shots in twenty nine minutes as well. So I, is it impressive? <laughs> it's well, something. considering considering the amount of minutes he played tonight, and considering that we had almost ten players in double figures, I feel like it's not that like drastic, right? I mean, that's a shot allowing, a minute. That's almost a shot a minute. But the but his teammates also still had opportunities. So it's not like it was overly like selfish feeling, if you get what I'm saying. Sure, sure. You know, you know it didn't the, feel like he had the ball in his hand all game, base is what I'm saying. No, it, that's, it, that's, that's true. It's it's fair. Yeah, absolutely fair. Yeah, listen, the other night against the Bucks, I felt like Devin was playing um he was playing out of his character, 
Like he was trying to pull from 30 feet. He was trying to do a little too much instead of just letting the game come to him. Tonight, he was just off, right? He let the game come to him. He just and the opportunities were there and he just didn't come through with it. Like that's not a normal night for Devin Booker. So I'm not I'm not stressed about that. I thought for sure he was going to fire that headband into the crowd after like that third or fourth miss. So many people were wondering when he was going to take it off yeah. because of the start. Headband Devin Booker needs to go away forever. No, it's not. I'm not <laughs> a Headband Tory Craig, stay as long as you'd like. Yes. Yes. Headband Tory Craig can always stay. I don't mind every once in a while from Devin to mix it up, but I don't think I would enjoy it um, consistently. Like I just, I don't know. It doesn't. It just doesn't feel right. But I'm not can mad at it. De- can we give DeAndre Ayton some flowers? We're 40 minutes in yes. the show. We have not Please. mentioned DeAndre Ayton. Please. 17 points, 10 rebounds, and the man has perfected that little hook floater mm-hmm. in the lane. Nobody in the league can stop that. This guy has his signature move. I feel like now, and he had a hell of a monster dunk tonight. I'm loving what we've seen from DA the last few games. Uh, obviously, he's he's finally back in the flow. He's got that rhythm back after being out injured for a while. Uh, and on a night like tonight, he can have those those kind of numbers, not play the entire fourth. We can go 40 minutes without talking about him. And yet he may have been the best guy on the floor uh, in his minutes tonight. You know, Monty um, <clears throat> had talked about um, how, how the Suns are focusing on getting him the ball. I think Gerald had tweeted something about that. And it's true. I think Monty knows, like, at some point this season, they were going to have to feed DA, trust DA, see what they have in DA before they get to the playoffs this year. Because last year, he was kind of a wild card. You didn't know what you were going to get. Luckily for them, they got just about the best DA they possibly could have gotten. Well, until they got to the Milwaukee series and they kind of forgot he was down there. And I think this time around, they they understood. There's so many things about this team right now that they're trying to fix to shore up what they were inefficient at in the, in that six-game series against the Bucs. And they might not meet the Bucs in the finals, but those weaknesses will still exploit themselves if you have to play, let's say, a 76ers team who has Joel Embiid. Um, or a Nets team. Like, you you have to have a strong down-low presence. And if D.A. keeps going like this, man, if D.A. does this every single night, there's not a team in the league that's going to stop the Suns. Not one team. Not one. I mean, Vince said, can we trade D.A. to make it fair for the rest of the league? Obviously, sarcastically. 16-0. Let's go. 16-0. There you go. Sons and 16, Espo. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. I don't have enough fingers. We're going to have to borrow, like, uh, you have to give uh, give six of your own here for us to make it work. But Because it's, uh, it's teamwork. Look, I, I can count, too. I have 10. You have six. 16 and 0. There we go. Sons go. and 16. Uh, look, on a night in the past where if Devin Booker shot like he did, this would have been a close game and maybe not even a win. He doesn't have to play well. You get DeAndre Ayton that has a great game. CP3 comes in. Tory Craig has a good game. Like that's Mikael what Bridges, Cam do. Johnson. Let's yeah. just go down the entire roster. Literally Everybody. at any given at any point in time, somebody could step up big for this team. Yes, and that's that's the luxury here, right? Now, now you have an entire roster that on any given night, uh, Sands, Alfred Payton, and probably Landry Shamit could be that guy for you. 
And and that's huge uh, because th- you need that in the playoffs because defense is when it becomes a slowed down half court game can take guys away, right? And if if they focus on Devin, they focus on CP3 or they focus on DA uh, and they take one or two of those guys away, the Suns have so many weapons that it's not going to matter, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to find ways to make up that offense and then you're so efficient defensively that it doesn't give the other team a chance. That's that's why this team is so exciting, why this does not feel like anything else we've experienced in Phoenix, why it feels like this may finally be the breakthrough year is because it's every facet of the game. It's not great in one area. It's great in all areas and deep across the board. It feels way more stable. Yeah, it feels way more stable. I I even feel like if they lost, you know, like last year, they lost Chris Paul for a game or two or three or four. They were okay. They were okay because they had a good team. I think this year, if something were to happen like that, they would be able to make up that difference to some degree. And so, like, it, it feels more stable. Whereas in the past, you know, if Steve Nash came out, you know, Steve, something happened to Steve Nash, you were effed. There's nothing. There's nothing you could do to overcome that one, right? Yeah. Uh, Stoudemire, uh, Stoudemire coming out, same thing. And then you know, would, if Barkley were to ever get hurt, same thing in that finals run. If he if he gets hurt at any point in time during the playoffs, they're not making it to the finals because they would have never gotten past the Sonics. This team, it just feels like they're so deep, they're so good from top to bottom that they w- they'll be able to manage some things if they don't go quite the right way. And it's just beautiful. It's just fantastic. James Jones has done a fantastic job. And we can't give that guy enough flowers right now because it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful team to watch. Look at you guys giving out flowers. Yeah. I've rubbed off on you. I'm so proud. We're in that Valentine's <laughs> Day mood. You know, the flowers, even though they're like 14 times more expensive than they usually are, we're willing to spend that Facts. kind of money and pass them out because no, still, this team I'm, deserves Estella hates Valentine's Day, so I never have to celebrate it. Win for me. <laughs> well, it's a made-up holiday, so I get it. But also, it is nice to get flowers every once in a while, which is why I give them out all the time. Who you better be careful, flowers? Lindsay, because at the end of the season, we might go to the office, and there might be like fucking 16,000 damn Let's dozens do of roses. And I'm like, I would you, love need to take, you need to take these all home. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're right, going to get you that sponsorship, Lindsay. Max is on it. We're going to get you that flower sponsorship. Okay, we're going to take a quick break because the moment we've been waiting for since September is finally Tomorrow, let's go! In honor of the big game, Jackie and Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Now, if you're not a new customer, you can bet on Super Bowl 56 props instead. So DraftKings Sportsbook, it offers a wide range of props throughout the big game. You can take your shot at winning cash by predicting props like if a non-quarterback will throw a pass, fourth down conversions, total yardage, and so much more. So you have not already, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code PHNX to get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more to get 280 in free bets if your team wins when you use the promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Just a reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And, and I have a DraftKings pick of the week right here, right All now. All right, what you got? Take the Bengals <laughs> money line. I'm not even taking the points. Take the money line. Joe Cool, Joe Cigar, Joe Burrows is going to lead the Bengals to victory against the Rams in the Super Bowl. Mark here, it I, down. Here, I got you. I got you one better. If you want to win some some Skrilla, uh, <laughs> plus fifty five hundred for Jamar Chase to score the first two touchdowns in the game tomorrow. Plus fifty five hundred. Why not? Put five ten bucks on it. See what happens. Okay. Can't go wrong. You feeling saucy? Put a hundred down. Just do whatever is within your own budget. One eight hundred next step. Just a reminder. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the things that I'm really looking forward to. There are a couple. Meadow Mike said I'd rather watch a Suns game. I understand not everybody is a huge football fan who is in our chat right now or who is listening to us right now because obviously this is a basketball podcast. However. One really fun kind of side storyline that involves the Suns tomorrow is, of course, Cam Johnson and Mikkel Bridges. And so Gerald tweeted this out because we finally figured it out. Cam Johnson confirmed on NBA Today that his Super Bowl bet with Mikkel Bridges is that the loser starts, of course, with wearing the other team's jersey. So that one was kind of a no-brainer. But Mikkel, he's trying to up the ante here. He volunteered that the loser should also have to create a lemonade stand in the other team's city this offseason. So we got to keep an eye out on this one and how it's all going to unfold. It's easy you for know Mikhail, something fun's going to go down. It, it's easy for McHale to say that because he would have to do a lemonade stand in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. Freaking Cam Johnson on the side of the wherever in L.A. doing a lemonade stand? Nah. No, nope. so, I, I mean they could just do it here in Phoenix. That no, would be even other, better. No, they, I know, said the but I'm city. saying it would be better if they did it here in Phoenix. So, Saul, so I request uh, to be sent to whichever city the lemonade stand happens in when it happens <laughs> this off season. Okay, can I go? In yeah. Spirit, okay. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Somebody's boss man. Go cover that. <laughs> Thanks, boss man. <laughs> I think that that. That adds, God, how many times am I going to say that? Stuttering. I that, think that that, that that adds a level of excitement for tomorrow's big game because you know the two of them are going to be trash talking back and forth on Monday at practice or Tuesday before the game. We're going to get to hear a whole bunch of fun stories from those two after and during that Super Bowl game. And if we're lucky enough, maybe they'll watch it together and one of them will go live on Instagram well, or something and, and bring the- us into that. The jersey part of the bet is they have to wear it to the first playoff game, too. We're not talking some Tuesday against the scrub of the NBA during uh, you know March. We're talking about first playoff game. They have to wear the jersey of, of that team to add a little uh, insult to injury. Nice. I think that would be a good one. All right, gentlemen. Um, I think <laughs> we'll I love how you're going to add like your two cents in there. Yeah, we're done I, responding. Can, I on. just, I, I don't know. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about 
from tonight's game. Aaron well, Holiday is exactly who I thought he was. I hope he gets some more minutes. He will as the season goes on. He'll get a few more here and there. I feel comfortable now, more comfortable about our backup guard position now that he's on the team. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. So I'm in the same boat. Aaron Holiday came out and impressed. I'm excited to have Tory Craig back. And uh, I think this is the most excited I've been about a Suns team in a very, very, very long time. And that's including last year's team. There is something truly special right now, right here, right now in Phoenix. Mm -hmm, absolutely. All right, gentlemen, uh, thanks for tuning in. Before we head out, let's one more time. Can we put that shirt up that we just dropped one more time? The Point God t-shirt that is available right now at gophnx.com. Look at that mosaic. Look at that mosaic detail in the back. Oh, it's so it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, if you're listening oh, to this on kissed. audio, it's a really cool picture um, with a silhouette of somebody on stained glass with a lot of really gorgeous kind of colorful lighting kind of shining through. Um, definitely go check it out. Go phnx.com. Pick one up for yourself today or become a member and get it for free. Are we not going to do our fun topic? Do you want to? Yes. Okay. We got to debate this. You can't well, just I already throw know that what's in the gonna, I already know what it's going to be. So, oh, okay, God. this this topic popped up on my um, timeline during tonight's game. So we're going to have a debate about it. Leah, you want to throw that one up there real quick? Uh, so Patrick Breen tweeted out, settle an argument with my wife and I. Eliminate one for the rest of your life. <laughs> and your two options are ramen noodles, or cheese. And the only correct answer is ramen noodles. And I love ramen noodles, but that's the only answer that is I correct. feel like we just had this debate like a like 2 weeks ago. That was a different debate. That was just about Well, you know where I stand. Cheese is trash. Move on. It's ramen noodles. You keep ramen noodles. Look, to to me, this is this is just a flawed debate, right? I, it has to be one specific cheese because that ramen noodles is one specific type of noodles. Yeah, you can't true. take exactly. out an entire category of yeah. something. This is right? true. This is true. That's yeah, the flaw. If That's... they said noodles in general, then it would be an even harder debate because now we're talking ramen noodles, any sort of well, like, that's... But that's what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm in a, and I'm in agreement right, with okay, him. Right. I'm just not used to you agreeing with us, so I'm just like, okay, <laughs> wait, what? No, I'm just saying it covers so many different like genres of food. Like you could pasta, like spaghetti, Italian food. Like there's so many things that you could take away that noodles would go with, yeah, and like, so that makes it even harder. I just, I, I feel like. I could agree with you, Saul, if it was like, uh, it was just like, oh, uh, pimento cheese or whatever, and or ramen noodles. I go, yeah. I mean, there's tr there are some cheeses that are just trash, and you can say, hey, I don't ever need to eat I that agree. again. I right? agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, you can't blue cheese. He's right. You can't eliminate all cheese for one specific section of noodles. Like that's just right. not a fair argument. Like I get that. And blue I feel cheese like this... is a goat. I don't care what anybody says. It's so not. I, the I fact that like... you don't like cheese and the only and the only cheese that you think is great and you think it's so good is blue cheese. Mm -hmm. Like just, I just can't with you. Uh, it's. I mean, hey, it's an elite level of taste. What can I say? I feel like this debate may have been different though in college because 
There were many college students that literally live off of ramen. If you took ramen out of their diet, they would die tomorrow because there would be nothing else <laughs> to eat, right? Facts. No, but you could still, okay, I ha- I ate a lot of ramen in college, but I was also a big spaghetti person because you could go buy a $1.99 box of noodles and a $1.99 marinara sauce and make enough spaghetti to last for an entire week. <laughs> so if you needed a break from ramen, you could totally just switch over to spaghetti. For like the same price. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I get it. I get if it. you're in yeah. college and you you need to mix it up from ramen, go spaghetti. Listen, I was eating old MREs when I was in the military when I was 21 Gross. years old. So like, I trust me, I know some of the the pitfalls of being broke and poor when you're trying to eat some food. <laughs> Oof. Well, um, I knew we were never going to reach an agreement on that one, but at least the Cove Crazies agree. Espo, you and I on the cheese side of things. Um, Saul, you're the odd man out. Sorry. I mean, we, like I said, we're rehashing this shit again like three weeks later. <laughs> like, I already knew that. We're not saying anything that's breaking news. Yeah, we just I'm, wanted to give you a little grief. That's all. I'm just saying, like, it, listen. Okay, Bam's on your side. Bam said cheese is fermented dog water. That's aggressive, Bam. Damn. Who hurt you? How do you ferment <laughs> dog water? Now I just want to know what is there a recipe for that? Like, how do you do that? Shoot, <sighs> I don't even know. All right. Well, that was our fun little uh, debate for the evening because, you know, we had to get that one in there. Anytime something like that comes across the timeline, I love bringing it here and hearing everyone's different opinions. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, We're going to be off tomorrow and then we'll be back on Monday with an audio only podcast that you guys can get wherever you listen to your podcast but in the meantime feel free to follow us on social media um you can follow us on twitter at phnx underscore sons you can follow myself at lindsey smith az saul as saul underscore bookman gerald at gerald borgay and of course you can follow espo at espo espo take us home remember when you've got aaron every day's a holiday ahoy hoy